everybody. Welcome to the Football State Championship Week, and this is the WCPO High School Insider Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Dyer. We have just four greater Cincinnati teams remaining with Baden, Beachwood, Clinton Massey, and Winton Woods in their respective state championship games this week. This podcast is every week, so make sure you subscribe using your favorite podcast app. Be sure to follow all of our state football finals coverage on WCPO 9 Sports and WCPO.com. As I mentioned, three teams are going to be heading up to Canton this week, and we have Beachwood playing in the Class 2A state championship game in Lexington on Friday afternoon. So be sure to check out our uh, Cincinnati area high school sports Facebook group for story links and photos and different notes throughout this week and plenty of information on the start of the high school basketball season as well. Mountain Notre Dame won its 75th consecutive game on Sunday night. Uh, It is number two all time in state history for most consecutive wins. We have a couple of notes about that as well, but we're going to continue the discussion about the final week of the high school football season. Here's the schedule involving greater Cincinnati teams on Thursday night. It kicks off at Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium there in Canton is 12 and 3. Winton Woods takes on 11 and 3. Hoban at 7 p.m. there in the Division II state final. More on that in a little bit. Action returns quickly on Friday morning in Canton is Clinton Massey, a 13 and 1 record for the Falcons. They play Youngstown Ursuline, who is 11 and 3, and that's at 10:30 a.m. in the Division IV state final. Then a little bit later that Friday afternoon, Baden is making its first state final appearance since 1990, and they play the reigning champions. Chardon in a battle of undefeated teams there in a Division Three state final at 3 p.m. As I mentioned before, Beachwood undefeated at 13-0, takes on Lexington Christian 13-0, and that is a uh, rematch of the Class 2A Kentucky State Final of 2020. That game has taken place at 4 p.m. Friday at Kroger Field in Lexington and is the 16th state final appearance, believe it or not, for Beachwood. So Coach Noel Rash and uh, quarterback Cam Hergut, the Tigers are going to be ready to go for that state championship opportunity. A little bit later on this episode, you're going to hear from Clint Massey coach Dan McSurley and Baden coach Nick Yorty. But first up, a conversation with Winton Woods coach Chad Murphy as the Warriors prepare to leave for Canton Thursday morning and play five-time state champion Hoban at 7 p.m. Well, coach, uh, thanks for taking a few minutes here. Obviously, uh, a momentous week for everybody there at Winton Woods High School is uh, uh, the football program is Going to make the trip to Canton on Thursday night to play in the Division II state championship game against Akron Archbishop Hoban. And uh, I guess tell me about uh, your thoughts on preparing for this this week and um, what you're telling uh, the guys as uh, they get ready for Thursday night. Well, just, you know, first and foremost, just can't be more thankful and, and blessed for the opportunity uh, to be where we're at and, 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 you know, what we're about to do this week. And, um, you know, it, it's obviously a big one. Um, I, I feel like we, we, we've really done a great job about the season preparing. Our preparation, I think, has been a big part of probably why we're still playing. I think our offensive coordinator, Greg Forrest, and our defensive coordinator, uh, uh, Carlton Gray, obviously has, has done a great job of putting our kids in positions schematically on the offensive side and defensive side of the ball. And Everett, or Everett Hibbert with, with our special teams, I feel like We've just done a really good job in preparation. You know, um, we've, we've got some really good high school football players, you know, no doubt means a lot here, like we said time and time again. But I feel like our preparation has been second to none. And, and obviously um, this week, you know, being a big one for us that we're going to continue to do a great job with that and, and, and even pump it up a notch if we can. I know it uh, can be a whirlwind, obviously, for any team that competes in a state championship, let alone football, basketball, you name the sport. Um, but who have you kind of leaned on maybe early in this week just to kind of get the plan set and kind of keep the routine going for everybody? 
Well, um, you know, I got a lot of uh, a lot of mentors in in this business. You know, whether it be my old high school coach or whether it be just some coaching guys, you know, friends from throughout the years that I've coached with, whether it be camps or on my staff or on the same staff. Um, just, just tried to. I li- I'm a listener, man. I'm not a I'm not a guy that it's going to be this way. Da, da, da. I, you know, I just that, that that's just so old school to me that you know I love I love hearing opinions. I I, I like having guys on staff that 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 aren't scared to give their opinions of, of of this and that. And obviously, I'm going to be the last. You know, I'm going to be the ultimate decision maker. But I, I just think uh, you know just just listening to my staff, listening to our kids, and, and listening to some guys that I rely on in this business and. Um, and, and just just go from there to just try to put our, our kids in the best situation, whether it be the, the logistically, you know, getting there and uh, uh, those kind of things or, or schematically, you know, I've heard time and time again, you know, just 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 be who you are and, you know, not change a bunch of things. And just because it's 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 obviously the state championship, you know, so um, it's been fun. It, you know, it's been fun. Um it's been just so, so, so great for our kids and our community. And, and, and it's just, it's, it's a joy, but I'll tell you, we're, we're going to prepare. I'm excited to, you know, get some work in here today and and have a great week. No doubt. Obviously hope and success uh, speaks for itself. Uh, Five of the past seven state championships. This is their seventh consecutive state final appearance. And um, what's going to be the keys against this team uh, when it comes to Thursday night? Well, obviously, you, you know they are what they are. I mean, they're they're a great program, and they, and and they've stood the test of time, like you said, here in the last seven years. So, you know, they 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 they've done enough right over the years to consistently get here. Um, and uh, you know, we we know what we're up against, you know. So, but I, I do believe that um, inside this locker room and in, you know inside our doors here here in Forest Park, Wentworth Woods High School, that. You know, we believe that the key, no matter what week it is and, and, and what's, what what the game is riding on, if we take care of us, you know, we're going to be okay. Um, you know, obviously that entails, you know, aligning right, executing, playing with great effort, and then, and then obviously taking care of the football and forcing turnovers on defense and and uh, stopping the run and us having the, you know, the ability to run the football. So, you know, football comes down to a lot of the – out of the basics, no matter the the the, the week of the season, it is, and, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna you know hold our kids accountable to that. You know that we, we need to take care of the football. We need to force turnovers. We need to play great defense, run defense specifically. We need to run the football a little bit and pass the ball efficiently. You know nothing's really changed. Um, I, we believe our kids are good enough. You know they don't have to be supermen. They just have to be the, the best versions of themselves, and that, and that's what we're we're gonna, we're gonna push to our kids. We've got some really really good football players that if they just play to their utmost ability which they have you know 99 percent of this this season that, that, that that's going to be good enough to get it get it done you know it may be difficult to reflect in the moment especially this week as you just try to prepare and you know it's a, a day earlier than usual but uh knowing that this is the final week um with everybody all together for this season i mean is there maybe a, a certain moment where you might point that out to the guys uh win lose or draw when you it comes to through tonight yeah you better believe it you know i I don't want it to end. You know, I want to, I want to win. I want it to end with a trophy, you know, raising a trophy, but I don't want it to end. Um, it's been a great group. Um, and uh, I, 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 like I said, I love to hoist that trophy, but but I don't want it to end because of the relationships on his staff and in this football, in this football program. Um, so it's, it's going to be sad, you know, win, lose or draw. It's going to be sad because it is, this is our last week together as a team, you know, and uh, that's a big deal, but uh we're going to give it all we got. I can guarantee you that. Anything else, Coach, you want to add or anything else? Come 
Appreciate all you do. Glad to be representing Cincinnati in, in what I believe is, is, is the best state of high school football. In the I don't care what they say. Um, to just we're truly blessed and, and uh, glad to have this opportunity. Well, you can tell how much this means to Coach Murphy and the entire coaching staff there at Winton Woods. Uh, Winton Woods is in its third state final appearance in the first since it was a state runner up in 2017 to Hoban, ironically. Winton Woods won the 2009 Division II state title. I know members of that team have reached out to Coach Murphy uh, in support, uh, certainly for uh, hoping that Winton Woods has a, a chance to to knock off Hoban in an upset there on Thursday night. The uh, Warriors plan to have a send-off on Thursday morning there at Winton Woods, so a great time for the community all around the school there at Winton Woods High School. It'll be a quick turnaround for everyone, though, at Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium Friday morning as Clinton Massey takes on, takes on Youngstown Ursuline at 10.30 a.m. in the Division Four State Final. I caught up with Clinton Massey coach Dan McSurley this past weekend and asked him about the significance of returning to the state finals for the fourth time in program history. Coach, what, what's it mean to get back to the state championship game and uh, uh, an opportunity ahead to play Youngstown there on Friday morning at, at Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium in Canton? What's, uh, what's your message to the guys this week? Well, I really, uh, you know, I, it means a lot to the senior group. I think this senior group, it's, it's one of the largest senior groups I've coached since I've been in Massey. And uh, a lot of these kids, they uh, – were in eighth grade when we we played Steubenville and almost all of them came up to that game, drove up with their parents. And I think when you're an eighth grader, you know, you you, you kind of look forward and dream about maybe having an opportunity to play for that state title game. And so for me, it's just uh, it's very rewarding to, to see and, and give these seniors a, a great experience. And not only, you know, the seniors, but just the lower level kids. And, you know, this is something for you know, all the way down from the freshman, the junior high, the younger kids in the program. It's something for them guys to aspire to. So I think that's the most rewarding thing for me. How many seniors are on the team this year? Uh, we got about 24. We got a few kids that are nicked up and hurt and we lost for the year. But uh, I got a pretty large contingency of seniors this year. Great. Well, tell me about maybe the past couple of weeks. Uh, obviously, um, some close games, uh, defeating Bloom Carroll 24-21, and then obviously uh, – Defeating McNicholas there in the regional final by one point. Um, what's it about your uh, team that's, uh, you know, getting it done in crunch time, I guess? Well, you know, I think uh, we, we probably played our most uh, complete game against Wyoming. You know, hold that team. They were coming in undefeated, number one in the state. And, you know, I thought I thought that was probably our best overall performance all year. And, you know, I you don't want to say you had a letdown, but, you certainly probably didn't play the best game of our season against McNick and just coming out of that game with a win after probably not playing one of our better games. Uh, we, we felt pretty good. And then, you know, last week um, against uh, Bloom Carroll, went against one of the most challenging defenses we've ever faced all year. They had 14-0. Uh, and 0. They had held all their opponents to 88 points on the season, and uh, they were formidable. But uh, – we did something uncharacteristic. We did a thumb of the ball only one time, all you know, in all thirteen previous games, and we we put it on the ground four and still came out with a win. So <clears throat> hopefully that's a you know that's a positive when you maybe perhaps not play your best game, but still, you know, we're playing for a state championship this week. Sure, definitely. Before we get on and get into uh, Youngstown Ursuline, can you just tell me about some of the guys who have really stood out for you. I mean, obviously you're looking at Colton Trampler getting it done on both sides of the ball, but um, maybe just start with some of the seniors such as Colton and what they've meant to this team. 
Well, you know, Colton, we're a wishbone uh, team, so you have to really, it's it's a fullback-based offense, which is kind of unique in high school football and just football in general. Nobody really uses a fullback, and, you know, we kind of feature him, and uh, he kind of sets the table. And then have him have that on his plate and turn around and lead our team in defense and be that Mike linebacker that pretty much, you know, serves the drink on the defensive side of the ball, uh, calls, calls the defense. Uh, I mean, this guy's a football guy and, uh, you know, he's done it all year. And, uh, I think, I think what's helped him is he's just in such great physical condition. You know, he's a weight room kid, um, lives and dies in a weight room. And I tell you, man, he's just, you know, he brings a lot of these other kids with him along with him. So that everybody's kind of bought into his mentality. They bought into his worth ethic and he's provided some great leadership for us. Great. Who, who are some of the other seniors who have really stepped up for you? Uh, you no, know, Coach Co- uh, Cody Zantini, uh, kind of the same thing. He's a uh, you know, uh, three-sport athlete, um, quarterback, you know, calls. He, he may, he's been making some great check downs at the line of scrimmage this year for us, especially late in the playoffs where we'll kind of give him the free reign to, to call the play. And that's pretty much unheard of in high school football where you just go ahead and give your quarterback – an opportunity to check down if he doesn't like what he sees. Um, and then defensively, again, you know, we haven't been able to use him on a defensive end. He got kind of nicked up a little bit a couple weeks ago, and we've kind of held him out. But I think he's going to be 100%. So it's going to be a lot of fun uh, to, to see him back on the defensive side of the ball. And then we just got a whole bunch of seniors that just really played well. Carson Van Hughes, uh, sure. you know, he was Offensive Player of the Year in the SPC. Uh, he's rushed for, gosh, I don't know, 1,800 yards. Uh, I think he might be up around 30 touchdowns, but uh, he's been a workhorse for us. And Carter Frank, he got back last year. He was hurt last year with an ACL, come back this year and just had a great year. And then you got to just give it up front to, to the guys up front. Lane Schultz is center, you know, uh, just the whole offensive line in general. And uh, these guys have just been getting a run. Right now they're playing really well as a team offensive line-wise. So, it's just been a total team effort, very complimentary football on both sides of the ball. Coach, what year is this for you now, Clint Messi? Uh, this is my 26th year as the head coach. Okay. Can you kind of put into words for, you know, those who aren't as familiar with your program, just, uh, you know, what this program has meant to you and um, how much you've um, invested, your, you know, your time and energy in, in the Clinton Messi football over the years? Well, you know, I came here when I was a younger coach, you know, uh, my oldest son was in fourth grade and, you know, I have four children, two sons. And, you know, I just, you know, I wanted to, I really love the community. I wanted to settle down. I didn't want to be one of those coaches that jump around from school to school. You know, you see a lot of that sometimes. And I just wanted to set my roots down here. And I wanted my kids, my two sons to be a part of a great program. I came from West Jeff, which is a, another kind of powerhouse, small time football school. Uh, they got beat by cold water last night. Uh, but uh, I, that was my goal, just to, you know, provide my two sons an opportunity to play in a great program. And it's just evolved. And uh, I've had great assistance that, that's been with me the whole time. You know, Doug Howard, Scott Roth, Jessica Zantini, uh, just a whole bunch of coaches. And those guys have still been with me ever since the get go. And, you know, now I'm coaching their kids, you know. So, you know, just an opportunity, to, you know, for those two coaches to see those two coaches Coach, their two sons who are both seniors, Cody and and, and Braden Rolf. Uh, it's just a real rewarding experience. It's kind of cool, man. 
when you when you these coaches stay with you, commit to you, and now you get a you know they get the opportunity to to see their kids go off and and uh, hopefully with a state title, it's 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 a real cool experience. What's it like to prepare for a state championship game? Well, you you want to uh, Mike, you want to be routine as possible. You know, you want to stay consistent in your preparation. You know, we've been here before; the coaches have, and we really don't want to get out of routine. So we want to keep everything as normal as possible. Uh, playing at ten o'clock on Friday, there's not going to be a lot of uh, you know vacation downtime. Sure. It's pretty much get on the bus Thursday, get up there, eat dinner, get to bed, get up and play. So we want to keep it as routine as possible and and just prepare like we've always prepared for any other game. Have your other state final appearances been early like this? Do you know? Do you remember? Oh, no, we've always played at three o'clock. Sometimes we played on Saturday. Um, I kind of like playing on Friday because it keeps you in that consistent routine. Uh, but, you know, I've you know, we played uh, Anderson early in the year at 10 o'clock in the morning. And uh, so, I mean, we played in the morning at 10 o'clock. So I think our kids are kind of familiar with that. But, uh, you know, it's, it's OK. I, I think uh, me, uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Sure. What do you know about Youngstown Ursuline? Uh, a lot of athletes. I mean, uh, private school. Uh, they got a great running back. I forget his name. I think he's Mikel Roy. I think he's rushed for over 500 yards in two games. Uh, they got a nice quarterback running back combination. Very similar offenses, all the offenses we've seen. Uh, there, It seems like everybody's running the same style offense. So we're, we're kind of getting really adapted to that offense. But the players they have are extremely uh, explosive, dynamic. Uh, we're obviously going to have to play our game, uh, limit their possessions, avoid turnovers eliminate mistakes and uh, try to play ball control football and keep them guys off the field as much as possible. Great. And I guess just finally, I mean, what's been kind of the the journey like for you guys? I mean, what, what, what do you like most about, you mentioned this, the seniors here at the outset about um, them as a collective group, but maybe as a coach, I mean, you know, each team is unique. The, each one that you bring to a state championship game, obviously um, when lose or draw, what will you remember most about this, this group? Well, you know, being being the fact that my coaches, you know, they have boys that are going to be seniors. You know, I followed this group all the way down from their from their third grade level. You know, I was one of those guys that, you know, you come into the game coaching and they'd be third graders. I'll be there, you know, and and I watched these kids grow up all through from third grade now to their senior year. And, you know, this has been a really a close knit uh, group of kids. Um, you know, last year we felt like we could really make a deep run with the COVID situation. We had some real key injuries that kind of limited us uh, as far as, you know, going very far in the playoffs. You know, we got knocked out by Wyoming. But this year it's a little bit different. The scenario is different. We have our, you know, everybody feel we feel like everybody's healthy and ready to go. But uh, it's just real rewarding to see a group of kids grow up from the year, you know, eight years of age. And then see them 10 years later turn into men and and have an opportunity to play for, you know, a state title. I mean, that's what every kid that plays football, that's their dream that they've dreamt since they've been in third grade or even younger than that. What about the school community support? What, what have you received this year? You know, it's uh, it's it's kind of a uh, it's a small community. It's uh, rural as rural gets. I don't know if you've been to Clarksville or Hardysburg. You know, we're not in the uh, suburbs here. We're in. Uh, we're in rural Appalachia. I mean, it's like, uh, so, you know, uh, it's, 
you know, it, we've had some hard times here and it's, it's really the school itself is like the hub of the community. We don't have a community really. So our school is our community. So, you know, we feel like, you know, we're representing our area, our people. And, and, uh, you know, the crowd we had Friday was just amazing. They were packed in really Jonathan Alder was a great complex. Don't get me wrong, but it wasn't big enough to hold our, our people. So our people is going to come out. Great. That's great. Well, uh, Clinton Massey coach Dan McSurley, always appreciate the time and best of luck to the Falcons and the state championship game Friday morning in Ken. Well, obviously Clinton Massey is the one of the most successful programs in Southwest Ohio each year. And the Falcons are battle tested and they're going to be ready for this early start Friday in Ken. People forget that, uh, the season opener uh, against Anderson this year, that game was actually delayed because of weather and resumed on Saturday morning there at Anderson. So uh, Coach McSurley will certainly uh, refer back to that when uh, his players are preparing to uh, kick off early on that Friday morning there in Canton. But let's switch gears now to that Friday afternoon game. 14-0 Baden plays 15-0 Chardon in battle of undefeated teams in the Division Three state final at 3 p.m. Baden is making its first state final appearance since 1990. Baden coach Nick Yordy explained to me this weekend why the Rams are thrilled for this opportunity. Well, coach, uh, obviously uh, uh, talking to you for uh, probably the third uh, consecutive Sunday here, but uh, happy to do so. And I uh, want to welcome in Baden coach Nick Yordy as the Rams prepare for the Division Three state championship game on Friday afternoon there in Canton. A battle of undefeateds with Baden and Chardon. And uh, coach, what's your initial thought on uh, heading up to Canton? Uh, you know, hey, it's awesome. It's great. It's a, it's a uh, thing. I think a lot of high school coaches, you know, kind of set that that goal, that pinnacle to get there. And, um, you know, it's it's great. It's something we communicate with the kids. Hey, you know, we're here. Let's let's go try to do something. You know, let's not just settle on that, that we're to this point. And um, I think they understand that. And hey, we know it's going to be a challenge. But um, you know, it's it's a great experience. I'm happy for the kids and the community. So it'll be neat. We're looking forward to it. When do you plan to arrive up there in Canton? And uh, yeah, we're going to we're going up that morning. We're going to go up that morning. We'll probably make a stop. <clears throat> we got a few phone calls out. Um, some schools, I think, we're hoping we can you know get on their field or at least stop for our pregame meal, stop for lunch, and then you know probably about halfway up there, and then um, get up there around one o'clock, and and that's really the time we're allowed to get in the locker room up there and those type of things. So um, the game before us starts at ten thirty, I think. Uh, so. We got to kind of deal with those type of issues, but hey, it's, that's a that's a good issue to be dealing with. I know it could be a whirlwind for any high school program competing in a state final, regardless of which sport it is. I mean, have you leaned on a coaching colleague or a, someone maybe within the profession just to kind of get a sense of what it's like, or just to keep that routine? I mean, what's that kind of like for you? Yeah, yeah, you know, we're going to keep our we're going to keep our routine the same for this week for practice. I mean, that's big, and I'm I'm a big guy on on a routine and <clears throat> keeping that schedule you know, the same as much as possible. Um, I have, you know, talked to a couple of coaches that have been in this situation. Um, some assistant coaches have talked to some, some guys they know that have kind of relayed some information. And then, you know, our athletic director has done a good job. He's reached out to some other schools. Um, you know, uh, even our league author has been up there a couple of times. So they, they communicated some information to us, which is, which is nice and helpful. And I've had a lot of people, my phone's been blowing up for the past two days. So, uh, it's nice. I appreciate it. And uh, we'll take it all in stride. What do you know about Chardon? Uh, really good football team. <laughs> you know, they've been good for a while. Uh, defending state champs, you know, um, and they, they got some things rolling up there. You know, they're, they're, they play really hard. They play really fast. I think they're really well coached. Um, and and that, that really stands out on film. Um, and they 
they are really good um, in everything they do, you know, special teams, offensively, defensively, uh, really impressed with their quarterback. He, he does a good job of kind of running that show up there and um, we're going to have our hands full. Do they remind you of someone similar uh, within the Southwest um, Ohio area? <clears throat> you know, in, in regards to that, I don't know necessarily with the kind of offense they run, um, but, but the way they play, uh, they, they do, you know, what, what they do offensively, the way they play defensively and, and special team wise, I think it's um, comparable to us. You know, I think they, they try to run the ball a little bit. Uh, they can also throw it pretty well. They, they fly around on defense and, um, you know, you can tell they, they really put an emphasis on their special teams as well, you know, and, they, and they're really good at it. So, um, you know, it's, it's a comparable team to ourselves, you know, watching the film. Obviously, 14 nothing went over uh, Granville there in the state semi. I mean, what was the biggest takeaway? Obviously, another shutout for the defense. But uh, yeah. tell me about how proud you were to see the offense. Uh, yeah, you know, and, you know, we, we were down our quarterback, our, you know, our sophomore quarterback, Alex Ritzy, stepped up and did a tremendous job. And, you know, something we told him was, you know, you don't have to go out and win this game. You just got to manage it. And that was part of our coach's job as well, you know, to keep him calm. But, you know, he was he was calm calm, cool, collected kid, you know, to be in that situation. And, um, you know, credit to Jack Walsh. Jack Walsh had a tremendous game. And once we got into the, the second half and got the clock running and was able to get a couple stops on them, um, we kind of re- relied on Jack to, to, to eat up the clock, get some first downs for us, and uh, did, did a great job. Had, had a touchdown called back there late in the fourth quarter. Um, also had another touchdown called back on a, a pick six. But, um, hey, we'll, we'll take the 14 nothing. We're just happy to get a win. And, uh Get to play one more week. What's this mean for the school community? First state title appearance since 1990. Yeah, it means a lot. I think it means a lot, you know, the football program. Um, you know, our, our girls' soccer team does really well uh, year after year. Our, our baseball program does well year after year. You know, our volleyball team is in, in the regionals, I think, finals. Our, our boys' volleyball team was in the state championship last year. You know, but to get kind of, you know, this football program back to, to – where it needs to be, in my opinion, it means a lot. It means a lot to me, and I think it means a lot to some of our alumni and, and our community and, and to these kids as well. So it's, it's pretty neat. Obviously, Coach Malone had such a legacy there at the school, and uh, his son is on your staff. Yeah. yeah. Tell me about yeah. that that connection there. <clears throat> yeah, um, Steve Malone is, is uh, Coach Malone's youngest son. Uh, he's actually uh, – he was a year behind me at school, so we played together um, here. You know, he was he was a year behind me, and um, – it's neat. When I got the job, he reached out. Um, it, it made sense. He's a really good coach. I, I I lean on him. I rely on him a lot. You know, we work together on on calling offensive plays. And, um, you know, I think it's neat for him and his family as well. He's got a big family. Coach Malone had 10 kids. So there's, you know, a lot of brothers and sisters and nieces and nephews and stuff like that. I'm sure they're all going to be up there, you know, watching the game as well. So it, it's pretty neat. And, and uh, I'm happy for him and his family. I realize you got, you know, the moment of each day preparing for uh, Friday afternoon. But is there a, a, maybe a sense or a, a certain instance maybe this week where you take time to get the guys together and realize that, you know, this is the final week of, of practice, uh, win, lose, or draw? I mean, how, how maybe important is that for you as a coach? Yeah, you know, it is very important. And we talk to kids about just you know, trying to embrace this moment. You know, take it don't, – don't take it for granted by no means. But, um, you know, that's just – Take a moment. We just talked about that after our game Friday night, you know, when we were up in up in London, you know, after we beat Granville, just take a minute and realize it and understand. And, and we got we got one game left. And for some of these seniors, we talked about that. I film on Saturday like, hey, this is your this is it. They don't want they're not going to go play in college. You know, they don't want to. And that's totally fine. But, um, 
it's going to be the last time that they strap up the pads, you know, and, and there's something to, to say about that. It's a special feeling and, and a special moment. And, um, you know, we're going to take it in for a brief moment, but we're going to go out there and, and play for four quarters too. How special has this journey been just for the, the entire program? Uh, yeah, for everybody involved, for me, a little stressful at times, but, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, uh, it's a neat experience. Like I said, I mean, every, every coach, you know, wants to, to get to this point. I think all these players, you know, have these goals and, and across the whole state of Ohio, you know, everybody wants to get to this point. So, so we're here, um, let's enjoy it. But, you know, at the same time, let's, uh, let's go out there, let's put our best foot forward here. Let's go compete, see what happens. And um, that's kind of our mindset right now. And Coach Nick Yordy, really appreciate the time. All the best of luck to the Rams this weekend. Thanks a lot, man. I appreciate it. The story all season for Baden has been their defense, and it's been so good this postseason, including three shutouts, allowing just 19 points overall during this playoff run. It's going to be interesting to watch to see how this Baden defense uh, rises to the occasion again against the reigning state champion, Chardon Hilltoppers. Well, that's all we have for you this week on the WCPO High School Insider Podcast. Hopefully next week we'll be talking about four area state champions. And uh, there's plenty at stake, obviously, in each one of those state championship games. Be sure to follow me on Twitter starting Thursday from Canton at Mike Dyer. If you haven't joined the Cincinnati Area High School Sports Facebook group, you definitely want to join uh, and share your thoughts about these games and just high school sports in general. It's a great community to follow and to to uh, meet up with people uh, to talk about anything and everything Cincinnati Area High School Sports. You can find us there on Facebook as well. Thanks again for listening. We'll talk to you next week.